This is Michael Bishop of the Power Hour, and you're listening to the 615 Podcast on the Titan Upload Network. What's up, Titan Nation? Welcome in to the 615 and the Homage Studios. Yes, we are sponsored by Homage. Go over to Homage today. Of course, the link will be down in the description. And they just released their Titan starter jackets. So, of course, we have a special guest tonight filling in for Gary Bailey from the What's Shaking Titans podcast or What's Shaking Titans. Um, Matthew Maddox, aka Titan Superfan, Blueface. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, Lee? What's shaking, man? Huh. It, we've got a lot to unpack from uh, over in London. But first, the second member of uh, What's Shaking Titans. Matthew Massey, a.k.a. Mr. Anonymous, a.k.a. Andy Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yeah, what's up, guys? How's everybody doing? What's going on, gentlemen? Big chilling. Trying to relax, man. Trying, trying to get over that L, man. I'm frustrated. <laughs> Absolutely. As, as the Titans go to London, and we could say, quote-unquote, lay a goose egg to the Baltimore Ravens, 24 to 16. There's nothing here. There was some good in this game. Not a lot. But let's look at these. Let's look at the statistics on this game. Ryan Tannehill, of course, left the game in the fourth quarter uh, with an ankle injury on his right ankle, which is the same ankle he injured last year, late in the year. But the thing is, he he went 50%. That's not good enough in this league. Malik Willis went four for five, 74 yards. Ryan Tannehill went eight for 16 for 76 yards and interception. But then you pile on top of that, the sacks. The Titans were, the Titans offensive line allowed six sacks for 46 yards, losing 46 yards. But then you look at the rushing stats. Derrick Henry. 12 carries, 97 yards, and a touchdown. How how huge is that for Derrick Henry to get close to that century mark? Yeah, dude, that's big, man. I mean, that was a huge game for him, I think. And, you know, just another week of just misusing him, man. Just, you know, pull him out, you know, while he's, you know, being effective. That makes no sense. But, um you know, we just got to keep playing, you know, our style of ball. It was working against Baltimore. I know you, you can look at the stats. You see Tajay Spears, uh, and you see how Derek Henry were running the ball and how they were playing. So, uh, this is frustrating. Uh, I know Massey was, you know, frustrated the same way I was. You know, why are you misutilizing these guys? You know I mean? Bro, talk about it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, that's crazy. I didn't realize he had 97 yards with just 12 carries. Could you imagine if they were to utilize him better and what his stats would have been, you know, if so? So, I mean, yeah, you both make a great point. You know, Maddox mentioned it. Me and him definitely were aggravated, uh, especially 
I still will not and probably will never understand what their thought process was on that last drive when we're trying to go out and get get a get a score and possibly win the game afterwards. I didn't I didn't understand that at all. We all know that no matter who's the quarterback, when Derrick Henry's in that backfield, they're going to be focused on him. So if you do a play action on second down or something with Malik and Derrick Henry in that backfield, Malik's able to roll out, be away from the defenders for a second, get time to look down the field and make a good play. And that would go for uh, uh, Tannehill too, you know, but they just, they got to utilize that man better, in my opinion. And for all these people to sit here and talk about all oh, the next best move is to trade Henry, what are y'all watching? <laughs> That's my question. What in the world are y'all watching? <laughs> but uh, anyways, Lee, how do you feel about that, man? I feel like I agree. Um, you, the Titans have to utilize Henry better. Um, Gary actually sent me this this crazy stat, and the Titans four losses. The Titans on third down went ten for forty five. That's twenty two percent, and it's crazy that your third down statistics are even saying use Derrick Henry on third down. Because yeah, you had one third down con- uh, conversion last week outside of penalties. Yeah, and of course we'll, we'll get that here here in just a minute. But you now, what about Tajay Spears? One catch, forty-eight yards. That was, a and that was on a- that play from Malik. That was a heck of a catch and run, right there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that guy is good, and uh, I, I loved when we picked him up in, in the draft. I immediately, just like I do every year, every draft year, uh, as soon as we draft players, I'll go to the, the – go look at their college highlights, you know, and that's that's basically what I base my opinions off of coming into the season. And there was just something about Tajay Spears' highlights, the explosiveness, like like Maddox just said, uh, the shiftiness, you know what I mean, the, the vision, the playmaking – all those things are adding up to be really good things for us in the future with or without Henry going forward, uh, you know, like talking next season type stuff. Um, so, yeah, Maddox, how you feel about it, man? Yeah. Uh, I, I was I was questionable on, you know, the whole, the whole idea of even picking another running back. I was like, oh, why are we doing that? Why do we just waste this draft pick on a running back? You know, we need a wide receiver. But I, I like what I've seen from him, so – We'll see. We'll see how he pans out. I think he's the future of the team. You know. But as as Maddox alluded to, the stats are uncanny in my mind. You you look at the rushing stats of what the Titans did. You defensively, you held Baltimore to three point six yards a carry, but then you your red zone for Baltimore is one one of one of six basically. You made it to the red zone six times and got him one. You scored, but the Titans third down efficiency is what needs to be fixed. And fixed quickly. Titans went one of nine in on third down, 
Um, they they were three point nine yards per pass. Um, I'd made I'd mentioned this earlier. The Titans' offensive line had six sacks on a on a loss of forty six yards. But then the penalties that that needs to be worked on. Six penalties, forty five yards. At least we got those nine those penalties for us. That saved us. Those penalties saved us, man. If yeah. you look at those stats, bro. Without those penalties, dude, we probably get yeah. torched. <laughs> right. And and third down yeah. conversion, things like that. You're not, as you can see, you're not gonna win no football games like that. This is the NFL. You're you're playing against competitors out there. You're not gonna win only getting yeah. one third down conversion in a whole game. Yeah. Baltimore went Baltimore went eight of sixteen on third down. So yeah, the Titans won offensively, they need to get better on third down. But they also defensively need to get better on third down during this bye week. Yep, agree with you on it. And Maddox, is there anything you want to add to this? No, we just got to get you know more more production out of our defense, uh, especially you know having the Ravens. I see the eight for sixteen. Wasn't Ryan Tannehill eight of sixteen total like for the whole game? And they were eight of sixteen yeah. on third down. Like geez. he was, yeah, yeah, not a good look. But, <laughs> not a good. Look. Yeah, but then I came across this, and the thing is, the the question is, how good is Tannehill with Henry on the field versus off the field? Well, you see the stats right there. With uh, Ryan Tannehill's stats, per next-gen stats, with Derrick Henry on the field, he has has a completion percentage of of 67.3%. He's 9.1 yards per attempt. He has two touchdowns and one interception. He has a passer rating of 101.4. His pressure percentage of what he's how much he's getting pressured is is right around 26%. And he is sacked three times. Then we transition with Henry off the field. 55.8 is Tannehill's completion percentage. He's averaging 5.5 yards per pass attempt. This is with Henry off the field. Zero touchdowns, five interceptions. But he also has a passer rating of 47.2. Pressure percentage, he's getting pressured almost 50% of the time with Derrick Henry off the field. And he has sacked 16 times. And guys, how big of a difference does that make in a game? Huge one. I mean, as you can tell, huge man. Yeah, that's you. Know, like, uh, I mean, the pic- the the picture says it all, man. Stats say everything that you need to know as far as from the Derrick Henry effect, like we've been talking about. You know, uh, we said it on you know what's shaking Titans. Uh, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry. I think that's one of our keys to the game, like almost every week now. 
because it shows, you know, when he's on the field versus when he's off the field. But, I mean, there, there's bigger issues, you know, than, you know, what everybody looks at as, you know, just one piece here and there. there there's, you know, a whole issue with it, and it's just misutilization, you know. It, it all comes back to coaching, you know, at the end of the day. Uh, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, and that's actually exactly what I was going to say. Um, you know, those, those stats that Lee had just put on the screen is is bad coaching. I mean, the numbers are right there. So for them to be pulling Henry out, basically in the moments where we need him the most, as Titans fans, we're over here like make it make sense. And I'm almost positive that between me, me, Gary, and Matt, we put that in our group chat like a hundred times. Make it make sense. You know what I mean? Because the numbers don't lie. Henry has has been a, a king in the freaking running back game since he came in this league. Before he was in the league, he was he was doing his thing. So they gotta, like Maddox said, uh, that that's definitely on the coaching. Uh, Tim Kelly's got to do better. Brable's got to do better. It, it goes on them, in my opinion, as far as utilizing Henry in the right spots and not utilizing him in the right spots. And of course, before. Of course, we're heading to our next segment, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, brought to you by our sponsor, Homage. And of course, Maddox and I, um, I we had, we've been talking a good bit of the day. But for me, the good, the change at quarterback, you saw, you saw a different feel with Malik. But then I felt like you also got a... Fresh look at left tackle with NPF. But then you also get the change at corner. Christian Fulton out, Trey Avery in. Yeah, I, I can get behind. I can get behind all those except maybe the left tackle one. I didn't see much of a difference between NPF and Dillard, honestly. Uh, I know it was NPF's first game back, so, you know, put the knife to my throat, whatever you want to do. But yeah. I, I didn't see much of a difference, you know, in, in you know, production. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, you got to. And, of course, Maddox, you went Nick Folk again. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I mean, you know, he he did, he did does his job. I can't I can't argue that, you know, and uh, shout you, out to him. You can't uh, go wrong with the stat is how many feel. He, he's tied with Justin Tucker for most consecutive field goals uh, from 40 and in now, I'm pretty sure is what the, the statistic yes, is. Sir. So, shout out to yeah. him, Yesterday. I was fixing to say, let me, let me pull that up while y'all. And then for his Massey, I know you probably have one. Yeah, yeah, I got to um... – my good really was ah, – I don't know. Hold on. Let me think on it for a second. <laughs> I hate to be like that. Uh, I don't know. Did, uh, Ryan Stonehouse had a hell of a game, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, I hate, I hate that that's my good, but, I mean, he's a hell of a punter for us, and, you know, I can't honestly – reminisce on any other goods from that game you know i mean ryan stonehouse was a heck of a pickup for us too so yeah i'll go with stonehouse you know he 
he does a dang good job at putting the ball, you know, in a tough spot for that offense uh, moving forward during the game. Yeah, yeah. Except for that punt return by Devin Duvernay. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that was the return. He can't do much about that. He's just the kicker. <laughs> but it's for. Uh, he made the tackle on the return, though, didn't he? Wasn't he the one who made the tackle on well, the return? I'm... Was Ryan Stonehouse? Yeah. Pat McAfee. Hey, let's go. Pat's something different, man. That guy is something different. Maddox, if you want to go ahead and hit the bad for you. Yeah, dude, punting. Punting was bad. I mean, you said the return, and then, you know, you, you had the Kyle Phillips muff punt. You know, the, 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 the special teams was, you know, as far as punting, I mean, that, that was, you know, not good at all. That, that was detrimental to us, you know, ultimately, uh, especially the Kyle Phillips muff punt. But, I mean, you know. That also goes back into coaching, but we'll get there. We're, we're getting there. Yeah, and uh, as, if you don't mind, Lee, I'll go ahead and throw my bat in there. I'm going to say the, the third down conversions. You know, like, like I said earlier, with the third down conversions, only getting one out of the whole game, you're not going to win NFL games like that. Yeah. I know you And yeah, as I was saying, Matthew, I, I know that you have one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my bad is going to be the third down efficiency to go with um, both, both of those. Yeah, yeah. Mine's mine's going to be the third down efficiency. You got to convert more third downs. Um, you know, you got to. You're not going to win football games like that by only getting one third down in the whole game. So that might be the third down uh, efficiency. And then we had two, the ugly. For me, I went I went Kyle Phillips and the muffed punt because you have yeah. roughly 10 seconds left in the first half. They punt it back, right. and I swear, because I went back and looked at that, it looked like he called fair catch. I mean – you have to look at, you know, my ugly there because it ties into your ugly. It's the coach's job to tell Kyle Phillips on that yeah. play, stay the way, stay out of the way of the ball. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Let them touch it. Call the what? catch and move out of the way because the yep. chance that you muffed the ball. What? Exactly what happened. Exactly. Yep. 
I definitely agree with your ugly ties right into mine, man. Like hand in hand for sure. And then Massey, I know you have one. Yeah. Well, I mean, really, uh, you know, I definitely agree with both of y'all's um, the uglies because a hundred percent it was ugly. Uh, and really, I I want to say the whole the whole team at this point. They're they're playing ugly. They're, you know what I mean. As Titans fans, that that is ugly football to us. The four games that we lost have been ugly to me. You know what I mean, and probably most Titans fans as well. But uh, yeah, my my ugly is going to be the whole entire organization right now. To the coaching, to the teams. The I mean, the players on the field. That the whole the whole Titans team is being ugly right now, in my opinion. And, and obviously, as a diehard Titans fan, I hate to say that, but. I, I do say how it is, um, and you know we got to do better. You know, <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna get anywhere playing football like we've been playing the first six weeks. So we got to get better. I'm gonna say the whole team's the ugly. But but we were talking about Nick Folk. He is 16 of 16 on the year. I mean that's automatic, that's one, man. He's that's one person that yeah, I'll say that is true. <laughs> Nick Folk. And uh, at least we have consistency at kicker now. Yeah, I think every other season we got this thing but where we go forth between positions. We're gonna right head into the back end. Yeah. So, of course, we're, we're getting ready to head into the back end of this. Of course, Gary is not here this week. He'll be back next week as we get ready to look at Titans-Falcons. But our, 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 our records for week six, because uh, there were only 15 games in the NFL this week. 15. But Gary went six and nine. Which puts him at an overall record of forty and thirty-nine, and then I went eight and seven, which puts me at a record of fifty-two and twenty-seven. But yeah. let's let's head into our week six pick them. So, um. Blueface and I, we we went two different way, uh, ways on this. I would have went Jacksonville, but it's in the Superdome. And the Superdome will be rowdy on Thursday night. So I had to go New Orleans on that one. And, of course, Maddox went Jacksonville. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I also went with New yeah, Orleans. I, mean, you know, I, I think they're both coming off, but you know. Uh, well, of course, you know, the Jags coming off two big wins, man. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. And, of course, the Saints, like, what, two weeks ago, blew the brakes off of the uh, Patriots 34 to nothing. The who? But then... 
The Saints beat the Patriots 34 to nothing two weeks ago. Patriots are still a team? <laughs> the team that does not exist in my mind. But oh, um, yeah, Raiders, Bears. <laughs> Raiders at the Bears, two one-win teams. And, of course, Maddox and I, we, we both took the Raiders on this. The Bears are not a good team. Right now, they if the play, if the draft was today, the Bears would have picks one and two. What about the Carolina Panthers? And of course, they traded their pick to the Bears. Well, the they Panthers their pick to the Bears. Dang, maybe the Bears last year. It was all a big trade with the DJ Moore thing. Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. I remember now. Never mind. Maybe that's what they were going for, really. And then. And then, um, Massey, where, where would you go in that one? Raiders, Bears. Um, I actually picked the Raiders in this a... one. Uh, do what? So it's a yeah, clean sweep. I, I actually picked so the Raiders in this one. Um, it's... I really, I just feel like they have a better team. Um, uh, I don't have any faith in the Bears, <laughs> to be honest with you. I really think the only th- two things they have for them then... is more and their quarterback. So, yeah, I went with the Raiders on that one. Browns at the Colts. I know all three of us picked against the Colts this week. Yes, sir. Week six. And then uh, Bills at the Patriots. I've lost all faith in Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Give me Buffalo. Yeah, I think we're all three in agreement on that one as well. But then you get to uh, that fifth game. Commanders at the Giants. An NFC East matchup. Blueface went the Commanders while I went the New York Giants. The Giants are coming off a loss, a very close loss at that. To a stupid Buffalo. loss. <laughs> and Bro, this game I think I'd pick the Panthers to win a game before I would the Giants. And then, of course, Massey, where, where would you go? Commanders, Giants. Uh, yeah, I definitely went uh, with the Commanders on that one. Uh, their defense is way better than the Giants' offense and defense, in my opinion. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely went commanders on that one. Um, then, you, then we head to the NFC South. Falcons at the Buccaneers. I think we all three might be in agreement. first time picking the Buccaneers. Right Buccaneers over, over the Falcons. Yes, sir. All three in agreement there. Baker Mayfield's on a. I, and I then say you head to the bottom of that. Success. And then we head to the bottom of that first list Lions, Ravens. Give me the Lions. 
The Lions are hot right now. They're five and one. Should be six and zero. Oh. Best team in football. Yeah, yeah. I picked the Lions just because it Best makes team sense. in football. Incredible say, football. I'm gonna say it on y'all's network yeah. so everybody hears me say that. Best team in football, Detroit Lions, right now. That's true. That's fact. And, uh, and then you head yeah. to the, then you head to the top of the other side, of uh, Pittsburgh at the L.A. Rams. I would have went there. I would have went Pitt, but this game's in L.A. Pittsburgh had to fly across three time zones just to get to this game, and even just going one time zone, the jet lag will get you. So yeah, I'm going I actually LA like the defense right over the Rams offense. I, I like Pittsburgh's defense too much. And, you know, Pickett and Pickens, you know, that connection can be deadly, man. Do they took out the Ravens. Ravens have a great defense. So uh, I think it'll be a good game, but definitely going to take Steelers. Massey, what about you? Yeah, um, so I actually went with the Rams on this one. Uh I got I got a lot of faith in Matthew Stafford. I do I believe he's still playing. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna pick the Rams on this one. Steelers and um uh, and Puka Nakua. Do what now? What? And Puka Nakua. Yeah, yeah, and I mean they if uh, the wide receiver if, that was back, dude, that defense playing for Cooper Cup Puka Nakua. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like I said, I went with the Rams on that one. Yeah. And then, and of course, I think all three of us might be in Grinch right here. Cardinals at the Seahawks and taking the Seattle over Arizona. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then we get. The pack going to Mile High. Green Bay, of course, Blueface took the Packers. I'm taking Denver. You're playing in Mile High. The air's a whole lot thinner up there. It'll be a whole lot harder to breathe in in, in Denver. Yeah, but I mean, think about how terrible the Broncos have been. I think the Broncos are tanking, dog. So I'm not picking the Broncos for anything else this year at all. Other than trying to get from the number three draft pick to the number one draft pick past the Bears somehow, maybe that's about it. Yeah. And then Chargers at Arrowhead against the defending Super Bowl champs. Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, I think we're all in agreement right there. Chiefs win at home against LA Chargers. And then you head to Sunday night. Dolphins at the Eagles. The Eagles, yes, they're coming off their first loss of the year. But I still trust what they can do. And 
I made this before the news even broke yep. today. I mean, definitely, definitely a they dominant just signed team, Julio bro. Jones. And they just signed Julio Jones to a one-year deal. <laughs> <laughs> so what? But of course, so what? Blueface took the Dolphins, and and. I can't disagree. Yeah, because they signed they signed Claypool, a guy that's actually going to be able to go out there and perform. Not not Julio Jones. It was ridiculous. I guess that was an AJ Brown move Monday night. In uh, but then then you have Monday night in uh, Minnesota. The Niners have to go to uh, to Minneapolis to play the Vikings. And I, I'm going to say this again. I guess we're all three in agreement that the Niners win at Minnesota. Yeah, pretty pretty easily, I think. I don't think the Vikings have a chance in that game. We've seen flashes and moments where they struggled against the Bears. Yeah. But as, as we get ready to head, as we get ready to end this thing, we're, we're, we're shutting the door. On week six, the loss in London to Baltimore. We're shutting the door on that now. Now we're heading to the bye week. What needs to happen during the bye week? And I'm going to start with Massey on this. Uh, so I said it on the What's Shaking Titans podcast as well. We need to go into this bye week. And even two days in, going into tomorrow, three days in, after a loss, we need to go into this bye week mad, aggravated, upset at our team, upset at the organization. Coaches need to be pissed at their players. Players need to be pissed at their coaches, vice versa, whatever the case is. We need to go in this thing with some emotion into the bye week, take that into the practices, take it into the following week leading up to the Falcons game, and go in that game and look like a totally different Tennessee Titans team. That's what I think we need to do in this bye week. Or, or we could say Tennessee Oilers is the first game where we will be wearing the old Oiler uniforms. But to Maddox, what needs to happen here in this bye week? Uh, there's a lot of things, man, and. Uh... Every single bit of it, I'm going to tell you, comes back to coaching, man. Like, you got to look at these games and the situations that we're in. Not having Derrick Henry in when you're running the ball on the one. When you have a you know, situation on the one-yard line, you know you're supposed to run the ball there with Derrick Henry. Yeah. You know, it comes back to coaching. Um, you know, the play-action passes to, you know, uh, you know, play-action fakes to Tajay Spears on third down. Uh, you know, instead of Derrick Henry, you know, who's standing over there on the sidelines. You know, that comes back to coaching, like. Who poses more of a threat on third down on a play action pass? Spears or Derrick Henry? You know, the, the Kyle Phillips my punt that comes back to coaching, just like I said. Um, you know, uh, all this comes back to coaching, guys. So we're going to have to get some, you know, serious help, you know, with the whole Tim Kelly and Mike Vrabel chemistry thing. And um, we got to get some reps out of Will Levis and Malik Willis with the ones. Every You know, both of them have to play with the starters. Uh, I think the whole bye week, you know, alternating in and out. Uh, and just kind of see, you know, who has the better look for us, who has the better, you know, fit for the offense right now. I think you maybe see 
you know, a feature of both of them against the Falcons. Um, but I do think that Malik would be the best option to roll with right now. So um, just got to utilize both those quarterbacks right now during the bye week. That's a great take, and I definitely would not mind seeing both of them being utilized in the same game, 100%. But I went something along the lines of what y'all were just talking about. Number one, a quarterback change. Yes, we got a report today that uh, Tannehill did have a high ankle sprain. They're saying it could be two to about, about four to six weeks that he is out so uh, number two fix what is broke what's broke you need to figure it out and fix it three get healthy and coaches say this all the time when their bye week hits the bye week comes the right time for this Tennessee Titans team it is at the right time Uh, number four trade deadline is Two weeks from today, or from the day of the of, of recording this, um, make trades if possible. And the last, the final one for me, number five, rotate Willis and Levis at practice. Massey, do, do you have an argument with any of that? No, no. I mean, those are those are great one through fives right there, and uh, that's pretty cool that. You had had that on your list, and Maddox made that same point, you know, with practices and maybe even seeing it in a game. You know, take this bye week to go in there and come up with schemes for Malik and Will. You know what I'm saying? Throughout the whole game. Use uh, use Will's arm. He has a better arm, I think. I'm not sure. Uh, and then Malik yeah. is obviously has more mobility and durability. So find a way to utilize that in between uh, drives or plays or you know I, that could be asking for a lot too I, I'm not a coach there's a reason for that but I'm saying if you want to go out there and win games you need to find ways to do it that's what your job is that's what you signed up for so get your butt in the office or whatever you got to do do some scheming do some do it in practice too put the guys in those tough situations that they're going to be in in real NFL games see what they got and then go from there so yeah I, I agree with you on all that What about you, Blue? And Maddox, what about you? Yeah, I, I agree, man. That's exactly, you know, that that's what that's just, you know, how we're gonna have to, you know, come at this whole situation, you know, not knowing where Will Levis is, you know, only having the, you know, preseason game. You know, I know he played through injuries, you know, his whole season at Kentucky. He didn't play his bowl game. He took off that time to, you know, rehab from that to get ready for the draft. So we're, we're just going to have to, you know, play this by ears and uh, see what happens, you know, the 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 day of the Falcons game. You know, I'm sure we'll know a couple of days before who's going to start. But um, yeah. I, I wouldn't say that we only see one of these quarterbacks. I'd say that we might we'll most likely see both of them. And, of course, Maddox, of course, thank, thanks for filling in for Gary. Uh, of course, I mentioned Gary will be back next week as we get ready for Oilers week against the Atlanta Falcons. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me, man, for sure. Uh, anytime, man, you know, uh, that I'm available, you know, more than happy to come on, chat it up. Uh, so, yeah, man, appreciate you having me for sure. And, of course, to Massey, of course, 
thanks for coming in and, of course, hanging out with me and Maddox. Yeah, man. Hey, I know it was uh, it was very random and uh, happened pretty quick, but I super appreciate but, it. It's great to be on, to be doing podcasts, talking about our favorite team, and bonding with you guys over it as well. So I appreciate you for having me, man. And as as we get ready to get out of here, um, go go to the link in the description. Um, grab our sponsor, Homage. And you uh, go to the link in the description and get 20% off. Of course, as I, as I mentioned, they just released their Titans and Oilers uh, starter jackets to yesterday or back on Monday. Go grab it. Oilers week is less than two weeks away. Go grab it. And... Uh, of course, go over to the Titan Upload Network and hit the subscribe button. We are pushing um, 11.6 thousand on the network. And, of course, there's six um, job, incredible guys. content creators on that network. Um, Titan Sign Podcast, who co-host with Michael Bishop from the Power Hour on Monday nights. You have Titan Upload, Titans Rossi, myself, and uh, uh, James from Titans for Life. And of course, for Matthew Massey and uh, Matthew Maddox, I'm Lee Hillis from the uh, from the Titan Upload Network. And as I always say, stay classy and tighten up. I know, tighten up. Let's get tightened up. Tightened up. Two steps, steps.